dancing to talk. Uh, it is Footy and Frothy's <laughs> preview show. Taggy Ollie and Barney with you uh, to talk about something. There's something going on this weekend. It's, it's Rep Round. <laughs> Uh, representative round, which is exciting. We've just watched the uh, the Lebanese Cedars beat the uh, Maltese Knights. Uh, I would tell you the score. I just turn the TV off. In fact, uh, so it Apple was by about ciders. sixteen. Um, we won't talk about what we're talking about off air. <laughs> on Thursday night, though, I believe it's even televised on Channel Nine. The Under Nineteens Origin is on, uh, available definitely on pay TV. But the NRL has it listed as Channel Nine, so that's cool if it is. Uh, and uh, uh, I guess one of our the show Sprooks Paul Alamoti is playing, so we'll see him in action. Oh, uh, good. So yeah. I, I uh, we we can't really preview a lot of that because we don't know. Uh, so that's on Thursday <laughs> night, Friday There's night. Gump when you need him. Friday night is the women's state of origin, uh, which is always a cracker. So looking forward to that. And then we've got Super Saturday at. Mount, well, first of all, Mount starts Mount Smart Stadium at 20 past three, uh, sees the Kiwis take on Tonga, which we'll get to in a second. Then from Campbelltown, all apparently broadcast on nine as well. I imagine this is just going to be on nine now. Couldn't imagine it being primetime nine or whatever it's called, nine, um, whatever the backup channels are these we'll days. Be made wa- or something. We'll be watching it on Fox League. Yeah, so. we're watching it on Fox League. Uh, Samoa against the Cook Islands from Campbelltown. And then PNG against Fiji will wrap out Super Saturday. But a uh, quick look at New Zealand taking on the Tonga side. The Kiwis, Joey Manu at fullback, as forecast uh, exclusively on this show. No one else would have thought of that. Uh, Mulatalo at two, near Kore, Hiku, Rapana, Dylan Brown, Jerome Hughes, Jesse Bromwich, the Cheese at nine, Fisher Harris, Papaihi, Kenny Bromwich, Tarpane at lock. The bench consists of Foran, Leota, Nelson, Asofa, Solomona, Brighton, Akora, the 17. Extended bench includes Dalen, Tamiri, Martin, and Jordan Ricky. Coach, Michael Maguire. Um, very sexy team there. And they're taking on Kula, the fullback for Tonga, Tupalu, Tupalutu, Penasini, Suli, Katoa, Katoni Stags, 6. Amone at seven, Fanua Blake eight, Havili nine, Takiao, Tupanua, Kolomatungi, Tomalolo, Luke, uh, Sunny Luke at fourteen. Not bad making a test debut after two first grade games. Uh Olukawatu fifteen, Totola sixteen, and Mo Fodawaker wraps up the bench. Katoa, Katoa, and Offengawe. Wrap up the squad. Cracking cracking game ahead. This looks like a ripper. Barney, you got any thoughts? I mean, we've spent zero time analysing this, but Looks like we absolutely have. Um, oh, it'll be a, a, a forward battle for the ages. There's some some of the best uh, forwards in the game <laughs> coming up against each other here. Um, that's it. Realistically, to break it down, looking at the team list, there's a clear edge here, and it comes from the seven and the nine out of the New Zealand team. Uh, creative, damaging ball runners, uh, as well as being. Uh, Beautiful ball players, Brandon Smith and Jerome Hughes, coming out of one of the best systems in the t- in the competition, uh, and a kicking game. Like I can't see a kicking game anywhere in uh, the Tonga team. They may be able to roll through the middle. They may even win the forward battle through the middle of the field. But um, how what what they're going to do on the back of that with the with a short kicking game or even a long kicking game when if they are in trouble at different times of the 
of the game. They're going to struggle. Uh, you've got Jerome Hughes, Brandon Smith, who can both kick. Uh, Dylan Brown, who's got a tremendous running game, as well as Brandon Smith, Jerome. He's, there's a clear edge in the halves here, and it goes towards the Kiwis. Um, it, it may be a very close game for 60 minutes, but at the back end of this game, I expect points and a lot of points coming out of this Kiwi side on the back of Brandon Smith and Jerome Hughes. And uh, realistically, I'd have New Zealand winning and winning well at the back end of this game. Ola? Yeah, I'm going to say the Kiwis 13 plus as well. And to your point, Barney, it's, it's weird. It's almost like um, Manu Brown... Hughes and Brandon Smith's a bit of like a fantasy spine that you... <laughs> it is a bit, isn't it? Like, in terms of like that... It is my fantasy that... spine. <laughs> <laughs> Look. But like, it, that that excitement factor that you get out of these players, and um, obviously we know the proven combination of Hughes and Brandon Smith, but it's going to be interesting to see how they link up with Joey Manu, especially playing at fullback now, and Dylan Brown. I think the four... It, the forwards is where the big battle is going to be and where if Tonga are going to win this game, um, it is going to be through the four-pack because with all due respect to um, Tonga's spine, it's no like it's nowhere it's near spineless. New Zealand's at least. Not, uh, uh, yeah, cool as quick, Stag's a centre yeah. and Tato Amount's got about 14 games under his belt playing at six. Yeah, and I, I, I wouldn't call him a halfback by any stretch of the imagination, again, with all due respect. But if Tonga are going to win this game, it's obviously going to be a, for a big effort from their forwards, namely Takeaho and Tamalolo. Those are probably the two key players for Tonga in this game, especially how those two blokes have been playing this season. But at the end of the day, I think New Zealand 13+. plus. I'm going to go Jerome Hughes, man of the match. For, are we – yeah, we're doing the first yeah, try as well. Thing, yeah, I'll go – I'll go first try scorer, Dylan Brown. Why not? And like looking at this team, I, I just want to put it out here while we're talking about New Zealand. This team, I think, can beat Australia. I might be going off, but I think on paper, based off of who Australia is probably going to pick, let's say when they do eventually meet New Zealand in the semi-final um, at this World Cup tournament, I think New Zealand... I uh, don't want to make any predictions yet, but I think New Zealand do have what it takes to beat Australia eventually. Um, but also, last thing I'll say about this game, my fever dream for this game would be for Mo to come on and just kill everyone and have a man-of-the-match performance. But I'm not tipping that, of course. It's nothing like genocide to bring <laughs> the end to a good night. <laughs> no good because then it'll be out for the rest of the season. Ah, <laughs> uh, Yeah. I'm, I'm with Ollie. Man-of-the-match, I would assume, will be uh, Jerome Hughes. Uh, New Zealand 13 plus. I'm going to go first try scorer. I'll chuck two in because I think it's it'll it'll go, either go to a wing and I'll go with Mulatano for that. But it wouldn't surprise me if um, if Cheese just decides to dart out of hooker and score the first try at twenty five dollars or whatever it is. If you're going to have a first try scorer bet. But um, put me down for Mulatano two or more tries and um, Jerome Hughes man of the match. I'm going to go with, uh, well, yes, I think the late score blowout, 13 plus. Uh, man of the match, Joey Manu, uh, red hot form, and none of you guys said that, so I'm going to in there. Uh, and first try score, it might be, might be just catching uh, Moses Suli Suling around in the centres there, and uh, we'll go with Thania Kore to score the first try. Uh, but very Straight much looking over the top, or uh, untouched as Suli 
untouched. Slightly lost yeah, right. in the abyss. Yeah, good. Uh, maybe, nice. if not untouched, very softly touched. Uh, but very much looking forward to just <laughs> caressed, touched. just caressed. Uh, very much looking forward to the first sixty minutes. Uh, to quote a wise man of big meaty meat, big meaty men slapping meat. Uh, so we get to uh, state of origin game two from uh, Perth, uh, where all the changes are afoot. Uh, New South Wales went back and listened to my preview and picked the team I told them to three weeks ago, which is nice. Uh, they <laughs> bought, pretty close to they your bought team. Burton in. They brought Jake in to play in the middle, who to thunk. They started Cameron Murray. They picked Appy. Mm. And they brought Angus Crichton onto the bench. Crazy. And um, also Talakai onto the bench, which is lovely. Um, Matt Burton and Stephen Crichton, the starting centres. Injury has meant a couple of changes to Queensland. Tina moves back to lock. And Lindsay Collins starts with Jai Arrow onto the bench. Uh, what's going to change here? Sunday, uh, 5 o'clock in Perth, it'll be a fast, dry track. Van, I, I'm suggesting, I, I thought this would be the game they would win anyway. Uh, I'm thinking the way Queensland played, they've actually had a slightly different team with Cotter out, but the way Queensland played last time, I think they'll look to, um, well, we know how they're going to play. They're going to look to play straight through the middle. They're going to go up-tempo and up-tempo. But I think the faster games then bring... Uh, Selwyn Cobo and Val Holmes and Tuolungi, who also comes into the team, who I was remiss of me to mention, uh, all become very dangerous. And uh, I think this might be a high-scoring game. I think this might be sort of 24-16 Queensland. Man of the match, Cameron and Munster, because he's just on a tear and loves this story. He'll love this uh, real fast footy playing on the back of um, Carrigan and um, old mate, you know, that guy I like. Harry Grant, just had a moment there, uh, through the middle and uh, and be very hard to stop. First try scorer to Olangi on debut, Ollie. Well, I am tipping that this game will follow the storyline of most State of Origin series in the past couple of years, to be honest. I cast your minds back to 2019, Queensland win game one by less than a converted try. The media and the fans go crazy about Freddie. Oh, he's crazy. He doesn't know what he's doing. Ah, shouldn't be there. New South Wales wins game two by at least 20 points. 2020, Queensland wins game one by less than a converted try. We all go crazy about how shit Freddie is and, oh, what's he doing? New South Wales wins games two by at least 20 points. Gentlemen, I think we, we may have been here before. What's happened? Game one, obviously Queensland wins by six points. I'm tipping game two after everyone's gone crazy about Freddie and he's made wholesale changes. I feel like this is sort of generally sort of going along the path that I tip the series to go on game two. I always said it. I'm going to stick with it. New South Wales will win this game. I am now going to tip 13 plus though. And I'm going to say the man of the match will be... I'm, I'm going to say Nathan Cleary to bounce back for this game in particular. And first try scorer, it's going to be Matt Burton off of a classic Jerome Luai assist because I missed that play from when they were playing at Penrith together and I want it back on the grand stage of State of Origin. Cool, bro. <laughs> <laughs> My analysis um, is everyone. Oh, mate, they- if New South Wales played the way that they that I expected them to play in the first game, they 
still would have won that first game of football. They went way too much one out stuff in the middle. You've got to the change. I do like a few of the changes. I'm not 100% sold on Talakai. I know he can be a destructive ball runner, but uh, realistically, to me, it looks like he's going to be he's set up to play 15 or 20 minutes of football. And yeah. if he's going to be doing that in the middle of the field, you may as well have stuck with your Madisons or um, or your RCGs who've got a bit of a, uh, a an offload in them. I can't see, you know, like, yeah. But um, I think New South Wales will dominate the middle here. They've, they, they got they got completely outplayed through the middle of the field. And a lot of the breaks, I know Queensland's generally scored out wide, but a lot of it came through def- poor defensive reads in the middle, which is, I think, the reason why your, your Madisons and your Gillards got pushed out of this team. And to replace them with people like Appy Karasai, who makes 50 tackles a week, Jake Trebojevic, who makes 50 tackles a week, and they do it without breaking a sweat. I think they will close down the that that middle against this Queensland team. I, th- I don't think it's going to be 20-plus. I, I think New South Wales will win, uh, and they'll win by 8 to 10 points, but I don't think they'll ever realistically be threatened except for maybe the last 10 minutes of the game, which Queensland like to play touch footy in the last 10 minutes if they're chasing points, and there might be a bit of a scramble on. But... Um, Cameron Murray, I expect to play 80 minutes, which will, again, uh, strengthen up the defence in the middle for New South Wales, which is probably their biggest uh, downfall in the first game. So if Queensland have to try and go around them, I'm not sure that they can do it. So I'm expecting New South Wales to control the middle of the field for a good part of this game. Payne Haas on the back of that will be man in the match, running over 200 metres, offloads, tackle busts, all the rest of that kind of stuff. I think Apisai Kurosawa have a big hand in the first try of the game and it'll be a back rower, either Cameron Murray or Liam Martin, to crash over off a short pass close to the line. And New South Wales, 1-12, to man of the match, Payne Haas, and I'll give the first try to Cameron Murray. If Cam Murray crashes over off a dummy half play, does a single cheek roll down Damien Cook's, a single tear roll down Damien Cook's cheek at the time? Absolutely, it does. <laughs> Any problem? Realistically, Freddie's absolutely set up Damien Cook to lose his Australian jersey because I can see Appy having it? a big, big hand to play for. Well, we all tipped it before the first game, and realistically, I love Apisai Kurosawa in front of Damien Cook in any lineup that you want to put together out of any players that you can put together in the whole competition. We've all ever thought, you know, he's going to be Australian hooker. I've just realised. Harry Ben Hunt. Ben Hunt. Yeah, they'll do exactly. They'll pick Ben Hunt. They'll pick Harry on the bench. Harry will be fourteen. Yeah, it'll be probably. Yeah, they'll probably pick the Queensland spine, apart from the geek fullback. Okay, I've stunned everyone to silence (laughs) with my knowledge. Disagree with you. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, At the moment, I'd say Cherry Evans probably. Well, Mao would be able to justify. I think Cherry Evans in front of Cleary. I'm just not sold. Yeah, just on the decisions that were made. I'm not saying um, I would, but, to... but uh, yeah, yeah, I get it. But I, yeah. I can Obviously, see them. Obviously, Freddie's going for the one-two punch out of dummy half, which is what um, realistically put New South Wales on the back foot in the first game. And he's tried to bring in some defensive stalwarts to stop that one-two punch from Queensland. So he's been reactive in this one. He was reactive in the first one. Yeah, it, 
Hey, he was reactive in the first one. It cost him the game. They picked the wrong team in the first oh, place. He was trying, to, about he was trying to predict what they were doing. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And the one big thing that I do like is Matt Burton gives um, New South Wales another uh, point. Well, of I was going to uh, ask you that. So, so how much kicking does he actually game, do? He'll be taking every second kick, I would imagine, mm. especially in the Queensland's end of the field. Uh, long kicks will go to um, Cleary and they'll make sure he's got plenty of time and space to actually drill it into the corners. But once they get across the, the halfway line, do not be surprised if Matt Burton's putting up every second kick as one of those torp bombs to any part of the field for someone to chase it down. Yeah, fair, fair. When they get close to the line, Cleary will be doing all the short kicking and the long kicking. But when they're going to be putting up bombs, I wouldn't be surprised if it'll be shaped to Cleary and then pass back to Burton. Like Burton will shift from the centres back to the middle of the field, come fourth and fifth tackle pretty much every time they're in good ball. Any doubt, Oliver? I think our lovely uh, statistician supreme, the old Barnabas, has summed it up pretty well. Good job, Barnabas. Now, uh, PCTC, but you, have a, you had a nice summary from Gaz sent through earlier. I did, yeah. So um, generally, he doesn't wrap up the comp until after Origin because that's the way it generally works. There's still the Origin tip in play, but um, uh, currently, Wardy is running first overall on 88 points. And uh, the new leader. top four that I'll mention, yes, new leader, Pop Rod, has fallen off the face of the earth. He's actually only one point behind, but... the top four are still all in contention for a full round including my lovely wife over there for some i don't know how the hell she's seven out of seven but she thought she tipped two different ones but she's still seven out of seven so what is on 88 points flobs is first in the footy and profies competition on 86 points and that's fourth overall in the competition Beaver is on 85 points, which gets him second in the footy and frothies comp. And Jen Jen is third on 84 points. Oliver's currently running fourth in the footy and frothies comp on 83 points. Yeah, I've um, done a backward somersault pike and dropped about four points in the last couple of weeks. And I'm running sixth in the footy and frothies comp on 79 points and 29th overall, and our Supreme Leader is on 74 points and is running 13th in our competition and 50th overall in the tipping competition. So what you're telling me is that I'm above you too, correct? Correct. Uh, Give me a second. All right, while you're doing that, uh, let's... You know, I haven't brought the old girl out for a few weeks. I figure it was was time. All right. Um, Super coach... You can put that away now. <laughs> Rugby League, in my opinion, is currently running 20th in the Footy and Frothies Supercoach League. Callan is currently running first on points difference. He's he's joined Danan and they're both on 22 points, but he's running first on points difference. Danan is second. Adrian is running fourth in our Footy and Frothies League on 20 points. I'm running ninth on 16 points. Uh, Gumpy is running 12th on 14 points. And Rugby League, in Oliver's opinion, is running 20th on four points. Good job, Oliver. Now, uh, anything else we need to discuss? Uh, No, it's probably it. Or plug Rugby League merch. What's got your frothing? That's right. What are you frothing for? I was going to finish on that. Uh, Rugby League merch, check that out. Check out the socials. And what has got you frothing there, Oliver? 
what's got me frothing is the fact that Matt Burton, I've tipped it for first try scorer, but I'm bullish on this. Matt Burton Oof. will score a try, assisted from Jerome Luai in State of Origin. I, I have missed the play. I've missed the connection between those two blokes more than anything in my life, really, that I've ever missed. Oh, right. Mm. So I want it back, and I want it back, as I said, on the big stage of State of Origin. What's got me frothing is a Joey Manu hat trick in the test match. Uh, an all-time fullback performance on Saturday afternoon. Oh, you know what gets me frothing every week, and it's a massive forward battle, and <laughs> the New Zealand and Tonga game will not disappoint. And I will still, I'm still expecting Jason Tarpen, uh, Joseph Tarpany to be the best forward on the ground. His current form, and I'm looking for him to being close to man of the match in this game with a complete, complete front rower's performance. Complete. Tell you what, Tarpany, Tarpany v Tamalolo, eh? Ooh. Absolutely. Oh. <laughs> Very much. I'm actually looking forward to that more in Australia uh, as much as Origin. It's going to be fun, isn't it? It's going to be so it's much It's going to be fun. a cracker. We'll talk about it next week uh, when we return next Wednesday to look back on all of the good stuff from this week. Until then, take care, guys. Enjoy Rep Round, and we'll talk very soon. Catch you.